Welcome to other sports sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson, and joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Rand. We're short one Jordan. Are we? That sounded like a perfectly normal intro to me. No, there was a Jordan missing. Hang on, let me run it back in my mind. And we must go find him. Wait a second, Jordan's not here. Yeah, the third sports. Yeah. By the way, if you search sports sports podcast on Facebook right now, there's somebody else who started a sports 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 podcast. And they've already got better domain authority than we do? Uh, I think it's already... No, it's got like 50 likes. And we've got like 500. We should send them a cease and desist letter. Yeah. Well, did we ever go to the trademark or copyright office? Okay, we should cut that part of this conversation out. Sure. Oh, God, no. And still send them a cease and desist letter. Yeah, that's fair. No, let's do it. This is a sports comedy podcast. First of all... Yep. We don't have to be in the legal right to send them a cease and desist letter. That's true. It's a letter. You can we write can a letter to anyone. We can use the language cease and desist because we're already using that name. Oh, yeah. And frankly, I could just start a company that sounds like a law firm. Yeah, right? exactly. They call it Ranta Anderson and Pomaville. I'm fine with this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's start a war. <laughs> Tentpole programming. I don't, think, I don't think anybody... Had, none of those are traditional lawyer names, though. That's true. This is a sports comedy podcast. <laughs> they're, not, Joel. they're not waspy enough, right? Yeah, that's true. They've all got to be either like either waspy or Myers. Jewish. I feel like it's one yeah, of the two. Yeah, totally. It's a sports comedy podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. Joel. <laughs> uh, we've had quite a week in sports. I assume. I don't know. I'm a sports outsider. No, this is we're we're in a bit of a lull right now. Really? Was, uh, I think it's like the All Star break for the NBA. Football is over, Phil. Uh, yeah. There was like there's recruiting. But I went on football. Twitter yesterday, uh, and all anyone was talking about was the slam dunk contest. Oh, well, yeah, but that's... That's sports. That's, well, sports entertainment. Oh, that's as, sports. As, as a fan of professional wrestling, yeah, I think you can appreciate... Yeah, sports entertaining is sports to me. Yeah. Th- th- uh, it's real to me. The slam dunk contest is, while beloved, not exactly the same thing. Well, we're lucky we've got somebody from the slam dunk contest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard there was some real controversy, actually. Yeah, about yeah. the judging. People, like, it went into double ties, and they had to do sudden deaths. Oh, my. And, so yeah. who, who, who did we get? We got uh, Aldous H. Whittington the fourth. Aldous H. Whittington the fourth. Yeah, he's a slam dunk contest expert. He's a judging expert. What an odd name. Yeah, it really is, especially because yeah. I tried to read it on the whiteboard, and uh, <laughs> you wrote it on the whiteboard behind a giant television so i couldn't read it and then you asked me what the name was <laughs> in the intro which i couldn't see yeah, just pointing that out there joel okay, but you made my life a little harder joel we're, we're having fun though right oh we're having fun joel <laughs> we're having fun all right so but all, no, this, all this h winnington's the guest we'll the probably floor, have yeah. news 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 and that'll be that'll be it no we got a wide world of sports Goddamn right we are do. you sure uh joel are you i thought we finally got over sure. that bit after yeah, 340 jordan's out of town and i can oh, i can Jesus. poke it in there let's just start the show for yeah. the love of god do you want to start the show now let's start the show are you is... sure or, or do you maybe in first want to do a <laughs> pete rose update watch update Pete Rose, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Pete Rose, gambling ring. Hey, where do you want to put your money in Pete Rose's gambling ring? 
Yeah, that's not a great choice for the drop. Why? <laughs> Pete Rose just paid us a bunch of money for it. I don't think he's no, supposed he, to. He didn't. I don't think he's supposed to advertise his gambling. Room. He actually didn't pay us a bunch of money. He uh, gave us a, a. He lent us a bunch of money to put down on a, a sporting match. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it was. Uh, it was against the Reds, and we were like, "Baseball's not in season." And right. He was yeah. Like I don't care. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Tough one. Uh. So uh, Trump says Pete Rose deserves to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yikes. What an odd stance to right? take. So, odd stance from an odd guy. <laughs> yeah. Says Pete Rose, maybe not right now, Don. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want... Uh, is, do you think that Pete Rose's approval rating is higher than Donald Trump's approval rating? Hmm. It's got to be, right? Uh, Yeah. I would think so. If people really yeah. looked in their heart and they're like, "Who do I like more?" I would argue be Pete almost Rose, right? any famous baseball player has a higher approval rating than Donald Trump. Yeah, let's get five thirty-eight on this. How yeah. come they're not doing approval rating of shamed athletes? I was, for a second, I was going to say any baseball player, but John Rocker, and then I realized Donald Trump wouldn't be president if people didn't like people like John oh, Rocker. That's fair. Yeah, that's so, fair. Totally. Yeah. But uh, Pete Rose, Major League Baseball's all-time hits leader, who should be in the Hall of Fame, National Baseball Hall of Fame, President Trump tweeted Saturday. Huh. Yeah. This was like a Saturday week ago. And yeah. uh, so a tweet is a uh, official presidential statement, right? It's it, as good as a law. It is now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty much where we're headed. Man, Jack Dorsey has so much power. Yeah, he really... Yeah. CEO of Twitter is just like, Don't I yield know? the pen of the president. Except then he's like, how much money are we making from this? Is that it? Right. God what? damn it. <laughs> what? How are we talked about this often and still broke? And how much money does Facebook and YouTube make? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about Instagram? What? <laughs> what are we doing wrong? <laughs> uh, for years, Rose denied betting on baseball and wagering on his own team. In 2004, he admitted in his autobiography that he bet on baseball while Reds manager. Three years later, he told ESPN uh, Radio that he bet in the Reds to win every night. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's nice as a coach. That means he believes in his boys, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. It's also a lie. We're pretty sure. But oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> same difference. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Rose's attorneys recently petitioned Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred for him to be reinstated, according to a news release from Rose's representatives. Hmm. Did they only do that recently? Because this has been an issue since the 80s. Sure, yeah. Seems a little odd that his uh, just now filing complaints. Yeah, it feels a little weird. Yeah. They argued that Rose's ongoing punishment for an act that uh, never impacted a single player or game outcome is no longer justifiable as a proportional response to his transgressions. What do you get if you get in the Hall of Fame? Do you get, like, money? Oh, but you get a plaque. You get a ceremony. So, so every a presidential statement wasted and all of this thought put into this player who hasn't played in ages over a plaque? And membership in the hall of fame like it's 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 a big deal phil. Uh, it doesn't feel like a big deal frankly if they said hey phil do you want to be in the baseball hall of fame i'm like yeah ceremony's not worth getting out for the ceremony you know well phil hard for, pass for the baseball hall of fame for you but i mean okay this this is hard for me because there's no comparable hall of fame in anything you care about rock and roll hall of fame 
That's not comparable. I would go to that. It's actually if for no other reason than the networking. It's actually hard to get into the the baseball hall of fame in a way that it's not as hard to get into the rock and really? roll hall of fame. Yeah. They only allow like four people in a year. And they're all bad. And most of them not rock Oof. acts. Well, yeah, I guess a lot of them are aren't. I, I've given up being upset about that because from the get-go, like they clearly were like, this is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but also music that rock fans like Hall of Fame. And, yeah. You've yeah. heard it here first. Sports, sports, sports podcast demands that you put Pete Rose in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> we are not going to be passed over. We are going to use our a bullhorn of a podcast yep. as a bully pulpit. This is like the new suffragette movement. Let him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But let me let me ask you a quick question yeah. here, Phil. Because one of the things the president tweeted, yeah, and I'm I'm going from memory here, so we'll mm-hmm. have to look this up. But one of the things he tweeted was he's like Pete Rose has this many hits, and I think he did get the right number of hits. So clearly yeah. he had someone look that up for him. Sure, and he's like the most in baseball history by far. It says by far. Yeah, but here's the thing: Pete Rose has like 4,200. Hang on, we're gonna look this up. Yeah, uh, he's got like. I'm not going to look it up because it's 4,200 hits. Yeah, for 42 something. That seems like a lot. Yeah. So, so if you think it was the most by far, what do you think the next person would have for you to say, oh, he's got the most hits by, by far. far? Like, how, uh, like, how as about, a percentage drop from 42 something? I would say like 25%. So, like 3,300. All right. So, you think like 3,300? Yeah. All right. So, the number three person is, uh, is Hank Aaron, who's got like 3,700. Oh, okay. Would that count for you? Uh, yeah, I would say that. I mean, it's clo- It's not by far, but yeah, I guess okay. it's like All a, right. lot. So a lot. So 3,700 to 4,200, about 500 hits. Yeah. I would. I think that's a I by far. I think that it's arguably No far, one in yeah. baseball history came that close. Yeah. Except the Ty Cobbs within 79. 79 hits? Out of, I both have over 4,100 hits in their career, and I think it's about 80 that wound up separating them. Well, that's not by far. Yes, in part because... I Pete, would say that's by a the hair. Last, the last like three years of Pete Rose's career probably only existed so he could crawl his way over this record. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem like a by far. On the other hand, if you only speak in kind of grandiose terms, nobody can ever pin you down on anything. You yeah, know? it's 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 almost like everyone's just letting Donald Trump say whatever he wants now. But but yeah, yeah by far seventy. Yeah, by far. Yeah, by far. That seems to be the case. News, news, news on the Sports 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 Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. edges Aaron Gordon in controversial dunk contest. Uh-oh. Controversial. Subheadline. I guess that means all of the big stars like LeBron James and such didn't do as well this year. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I would think that, like... That's a joke because they're not in it. <laughs> why? Oh, they don't They do not do it anymore. Because they just think it's like cheesy or... I, I think it's like at this point from... Uh, and I don't follow enough of the NBA to know no. But I will say at this point, it seems like the deal is basically like when you're a young star and like an up-and-comer, you'll do like one dunk contest. Hmm. But then it's like you got to save those knees because, you know, you're, you're a franchise see, yeah. player now. Right. That's a million-dollar uh, million dunk contest because it can end your season or end your career sooner. Yeah. But it also looks to me like... Uh, all-star break, a lot of fun for the all-stars. Yeah. Like, they really enjoy not having to think that hard 
or work that hard oh, yeah. for the whole weekend. They're just hanging out listening to Smash Mouth's All-Star and being yeah. like, you're goddamn right. So LeBron James, I mean, he's what, like a father of three? Yeah. This is his chance to like get away from the kids, Remember, yeah. hang out with the boys. Right. How often does he get that Pounding as a professional beers? basketball player? You get to pound some beers and hang with the boys. I don't know if they, they pound beers anymore. Pounds of Michelob they're Ultra? All, they're all very cut these days, Phil. Oh, that's true. <laughs> NBA true. players... Don't look like they're consuming a lot of empty calories. They get to eat plates of vegetables and lean proteins. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, but Miami Heat forward Derek Jones Jr. outlasted uh, Orlando Magic forward Aaron Gordon in a memorable slam dunk contest on Saturday that required two tiebreaker jams. Outlasted, I don't think is not a word. I mean, when you think slam dunk contest, you don't want to hear like, oh, it was a real war of attrition. Right. You want to hear like, oh, the crowd was blown away by his triple helicopter reverse flip. Right. Yeah. Which outlasted. It's just sort of like, oh, well, yeah, we had to go to the cards, you know, and when they calculated to the third decimal point, I wound up ahead. To me, that sounds like Hunger Games. Yeah. That people were like dying along the way. Well, yeah, you, you talk if it's like a like a gritty like ten to seven football game, you'll say yeah. one of them outlasted the other, right? Which is your way of saying neither of these quarterbacks were very good, right? That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Uh, but the final result was not without controversy. Uh oh. <gasps> With uh, at least two judges contending afterwards that they wanted the second dunk off to end in a tie, and Gordon saying he's done participating in the contest during the NBA All Star Weekend to save his knees. Or, yeah. or, or he, yeah, it, it could be that he was going to be done anyway, and he's making it like it's right. Now, exactly. But. I should have won, so I need to do. It's like, oh, my knees are sore. Ugh. So you have to jump pretty high in those things, yeah. right? We thought it was going to be tied. We were like, this is a tie. One judge, hip hop artist Common, told Ramona oh, Shelburne, he's great. Uh, but someone didn't do it right. I don't know who it is. He is great. Did you ever watch? Uh, what is it? Uh, the show about making the railroad, Helen Wheels. Uh, no, I did not watch. The- Helen Wheels is a very interesting show. I believe it. I've just never seen it. It, it's it's like an over the top, super hokey action flick about this guy uh, helping to build the transcontinental railroad. Mm-hmm. But then they also have a lot of like modern day, like kind of social commentary on the Moors of the eighteen seventies. Okay. Which, yeah, which doesn't always mesh well with the over-the-top action stuff, but... That's fair. It's still pretty interesting. Joel, this is sports comedy podcast. Yeah, sports <laughs> comedy podcast. Anyway, uh, Los Angeles Sparks are Cadence Parker, another judge in the panel. We haven't mm. mentioned Aldous uh, Whittington yet, but I'm sure okay. they're getting to him. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, confirmed that she had intended for the second dunk-off to result in a tie. So every so two people thought it should have been a tie. Yeah, this didn't. sounds like a hanging Chad situation. Oh sure, yeah, I got. They were recount. looking at their ballot and they were just like, "Let's see, we got win for this guy, we got tie, and then we got Pat Buchanan." And, oh yeah, uh, I don't think I want to vote for Pat well, Buchanan. Well, who's the governor of the All Star Game? There might be a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, they had to go to Catherine Harris. It was, it was right, a whole very thing. awkward. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't clear if Jones and Gordon would have dunked again had it still been tied after Gordon's final attempt. The NBA was not going to permit co-champions, and good for the NBA, by yeah, the way. totally. Never admit co-champions, even if you have to flip a coin. Right. Make someone a winner. Yeah, exactly. Right? Ties are not the American way. Right. No, that's because uh, some people are like, wouldn't it be great if we tied? I'm like, no, because nope. guess what? Even if you lose, you can say, hey, 
I lost in a coin flip, but I really showed up and I did great. It's like right. if you need it to be a tie for you to feel okay about it. Yeah. We live in That's a- on you. Don't don't act like this is some hold hands kumbaya Look, situation. It's a society of gods and clods. Which one are you gonna <laughs> be, you know? We are here with Aldous H. Whittington the Fourth. Oh, yes. Hello. Uh, hello there, Phil. Great. I assume that's a hello. Yes, hello. Okay, there we go. I thought you were just clearing uh, your throat. Yeah. Uh, good day to you, sir. Uh, and a yes. good day to you, Aldous. And you are a uh, you're a uh, expert judge of slam dunk contests. Yes, absolutely. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm the, the leading slam dunk judge con- contest judge. You know, that's interesting. You don't oftentimes think of, like, a British person who's very well-dressed. I see you've got, like, a ruffle shirt with ruffle sleeves, and you've got a very long uh, coat that's got tails on it. I don't think you, like, you don't strike me as an NBA guy. It's known as a dinner jacket. A dinner jacket. You You heathen. Oh, sorry about that. You've got a a ruffle shirt and a dinner jacket. This ruffle shirt has been in my family for seven generations. I was going to say, it looks very kind of 1700s. You can see some blood in the collar. Oh, God, yes. Where my great, 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 great uncle, the first Duke of Glastonbury, was beheaded. Wow. Yes. Uh, Duke Whittington. That's your great, 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 great uncle. His name was Whittington, but he was Duke Glastonbury. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, that's great. But he was beheaded... For an unpopular judging result. Oh, I so judging's been in your family for yes, a long time. Yes, we have been yeah. judges for quite some time. And I not see. one of those pathetic legal judges that you read sure. about. Sure, yeah, you don't want a legal judge. <laughs> yeah, no one wants one so of So wait, those. they've been slam dunk contests through the ages? Well, not slam dunk contests per se, but yeah. judges of various athletic contests of the sort. Okay. Granted... No, that's what you have to understand first, is that I came over to slam dunk contests judging... Because yeah. the NBA All-Star Game wanted to add something. Now, originally, I was in horse dressage. Horse dressage, yes. okay. Yeah. Horse dressage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, people say, isn't this totally different? And I say... It feels like, yeah. No, I mean, the athletes eat fewer carrots, to be sure. Oh, sure. Oh, that's my little joke. Oh, I thought you were being serious. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they, I think they do eat fewer carrots. Prob- but, I mean, probably. They yeah. probably do eat a lot of carrots. They're cut these days. You know, people the <laughs> they are. I was cut. I was hearing that before. But yeah. yes, in my family, judging goes back a very long time. We've okay. been judging athletic competitions of various sorts. That's great. Well, let's talk about this also. Yeah, the, 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 first, this. the first Duke of Glastonbury, his beheading came as a result of uh, the contest there was for who could take an inflated pig's bladder and bounce it off the forehead of uh, a man in the stocks the most times without dropping it. Wow. Yes. It doesn't seem like you need a judge for that. It seems like a pretty uh, cut and dried game. I mean, you say that, but the man was in the stocks for cheating at the last game of pig bladder I that see. was played yeah. in that square. I see. I guess you could tilt your forehead up or down depending on who you want to win so that the bounce is off. And yes, it's very hard getting a completely neutral man in the stocks. I can imagine, yes, yes unless you knock him out first, which yeah. I, I and, bet and, it's not. And now, granted, wrong. if we were still playing pig bladder today, which I absolutely believe I should... Mm-hmm. That was a big part of I was pro-Brexit, in part because the rules of the EU prevent pig bladdering oh, sure. from coming back. Yeah, yes. that's, this is not a political con- uh, no, podcast. Right. But, sorry, yeah, it's, I- uh, <laughs> but let's talk about this slam dunk contest. So you, no, I mean, yeah, it was sorry, contested. Sorry. You get me talking about the old Whittington family name. Oh, in sure, yeah. judging, no, and I'll go all day. But this one went to like double overtime, I guess they call it. So people had to yes, do extra. Well, well you contested. have to understand that I take my job very seriously. 
I, be- I believe that to be yeah. true. Yeah, it's not a lot of people who uh, they enforce the the rule on Peaky's extended while dunking. Peaky's pinkies, pinkies. You must like extend. A it's, yes, it's much like taking a drink of tea. Extend your pinky as you dunk. Ooh, but it seems like you drop the ball then because you're palming the ball, and if you pull your pinky right, up, it's a very subtle move at the end. You're in the air. You're coming towards the, the basket like one of those Michael. Uh, Nitrogen Jordan, whatever his name is. You know? Wait a second. You're a, <laughs> an expert in judging slam dunk contests? You don't know who Michael Jordan is? I'm an expert at the minutia of the contest. I see. For the sake of, of being completely objective, I refuse to learn anything about the uh, NBA or the actual sport so, of basketball. So they're all like dressage horses to you. You're like, you don't care about the horse, you care about the movement. No, because I score. moved on from dressage. No, that's fair. I mean back in the day. But if they were like dressage horses, I'd have to insist. I'd say, oh, on your run up to the basket, you were not raising your knees high enough to display your hoof. Is that something that they have to do is run to the, how do they have to run to the hoop to do it properly? Well, let me tell you something. This is not to, not to get into a lot of behind the scenes politicking here, but. Well, this is what we have you here <laughs> yes. for. I was strongly in favor of having more rules about the approach to the basket. Sure. And granted, maybe I was a little influenced by my days as a dressage judge. Makes sense, yeah. Because yes, it's all I... approach. It's like the approach to the basket where the basket never right, comes. But I really felt like, why couldn't we have a situation where as they're coming up to the basket before the dunk, mm-hmm. that they're each lifting their legs and holding them steady to show just how much control that they Got have. Got it, yeah. And that their rider, I mean their coach has, right. over there. Their rider? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Oof. Well, in this particular coach. contest, I said though, coach. No, I know. You correct yourself. In this particular contest, though, do you think that it should have been a tie? Again, it's hard to say because I think the, the, the reason we're having a lot of issue here is because, again, I'm the only one who enforces the pinkies extended rule. So this is all about the pinkies. Um, <sighs> yes, for better or worse. Yes, it comes down to the details. Well, you only named one detail. And if you it's have just a, the pinkies, well, one bad detail can ruin a dunk. So you were just imagine staring at the pinkies the whole time. You sit yourself down for for high tea, okay? You know, and and yep, just you, like every day. Yes, and a, a nice piping hot pot of Earl Grey has been placed in front of you. Earl sure. Grey, incidentally, a good friend of the Duke of Glastonbury. I believe that. My yes. great 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 I believe great that great grandfather. Yes, and 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 then they bring out the scones, and they're blueberry. They've put what? blueberry in your scones. That sounds great. That sounds perfectly reasonable. No. Blueberry. No. no, scones should be plain. Oh. Plain, Phil. So wait, the braised pinky is like having a plain scone? I'm losing the metaphor. The here. lack of a braised pinky is like having blueberries in your scones. Very naughty. Look. <laughs> We're going around circles here. Yeah, point, point a slam is. dunk contest, though, is about how wild of a dunk you can jump in over people and windmilling your Incorrect, Phil. Incorrect. You know, so and this is, I have spoken to the marketing department okay. for the slam, gu- slam dunk contest on many times, asking them, please, stop, stop putting this stuff out there that makes people expect some sort of circus when they come to the slam dunk contest. What? This is this is supposed to be a very precise execution. So your um, ideal dunk would be somebody walks up <laughs> under the basket, yes. jumps straight up, has their pinky extended, and then places the ball Someone in the basket. Who gracefully approaches the basket with all of the dignity of a three-year mare that really understands her good breeding. <laughs> it does not seem like a lot of people would watch this. You're incorrect. I I well the people who would. 
would be a fine breeding film. Okay, thank you fine so breeding. We appreciate you coming, Aldous. That was very informative, I suppose. Yes, absolutely. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! How's Wide World Sports? Everybody loves Wide World Sports! Wide World Weird Sports. Okay, what's the next segment in the show, Phil? Wide what World Weird Sports is what we're doing, as oh, you do might have, have heard. This week? Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's I'm what we're in the middle of right now. <laughs> I'd say we're still near the beginning of it. This week's Wide World Weird Sports, the longest professional baseball game. Now, is it is it the longest by far? Uh, I don't have that information, but yeah. I assume so. It's the Pawtucket Red Sox and the Rochester Red Wings. Oh, which is two teams from the AAA International League. They are who, the ones that played. Who are the Rochester Red Wings the associate team for? Uh, you know I, what? You'll get to that later, and I'll find out then. Maybe, but probably not, because it's a pretty short article. Oh, okay, long game. Short article. <laughs> it lasted 33 innings. Woo! What? What? Uh, with eight hours and 25 minutes of playing time. Holy shit. Yeah, 32 innings were played uh, April 18th and 19th, 1981 at McCoy Stadium in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. So was it a night game? Did they play like until sunrise? It's, it sounds like it was. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they stopped. So uh, the final 33rd inning was played. Oh, I see. The final 33rd inning was played June 23rd, 1981. So they played 32 innings, and they took a break, and then they finished it up two months later. <laughs> and then it sense. ended in the first inning? I guess it did. <laughs> Pawtucket won the game 3-2. to two. I'm sure before it happened, one of the managers is like, no, 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 no. Let's just one more inning. I right. swear, someone is going to score. Someone's got to. <laughs> it's the law of averages at this point. And then when they played again in the 23rd, he's like... See, see, right. I told you. <laughs> I know it. So the game began Saturday, eighteenth, uh, nineteen eighty-one, at eight twenty-five p.m. Unfortunate starting time for a very long game. Oh yeah, why yeah. did it start late? I don't know. It was after a delay of thirty minutes due to problems with the stadium lights, with uh, one thousand seven hundred and forty in attendance. Wow. Probably not by the end. <laughs> yeah, you don't think all one thousand people stayed? It's like when Dave Chappelle comes to the comedy store and does a nine-hour set. Everybody's very excited, but you're at about 25% of the room by the end of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I would stay for nine hours no. of... It's 3 a.m. and it's like, oh, this is cool, but come on. I, I feel like I'd safely coast through at least four or five. Yeah. Oh, but. yeah. It's like going to a really, really cool party and being like, this is amazing. I want to do this forever. And then like... You're like, okay, I'm good. It is yeah. point, you know? Even the best party at the end of it, you're looking around and it's like, oh, there's cups strewn everywhere yeah, i don't want to clean those cups they're strewn everywhere look at all those streamers i don't want to pick that up right oh it continued through the night and into easter morning oh easter easter and then it rose again <laughs> uh, although most leagues have a curfew rule oh, ironically it, it happened on easter and it's the game that wouldn't die that's oh there we go it, or wait fitting not ironic uh because jesus didn't die well he, he died and die. then he rose after three days okay yeah. I, I'm not religious. I don't understand this. Well, you see, he got put in a tomb, and then they saw the rock was rolled back from the tomb, and he was gone, which means he rose. Does it? ascended to heaven. I guess. <laughs> uh, although most leagues have a curfew rule that would have suspended the game, the International League activates at 12.50 a.m. The rule book of home plate umpire Dennis Craig did not contain one. <laughs> so there we go. 
So wait, he didn't have an updated rule book, and yeah. that's why they played 33 innings? 32 innings. 32 innings, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After Pawtucket's Russ Larrabee sacrifice fly drove in Chico Walker at the bottom of the ninth inning and tied the game at run one each, the teams continued playing. So this almost didn't happen. It was bottom of the ninth. Sure, his teammates were like, do you remember six hours ago when I high-fived you on that uh, sack fly? Right. I take it back. <laughs> yes. Several times one side neared victory before circumstances changed when Wade Boggs drove in the tying run at the bottom of the 21st inning of a Rochester run. Even the Pawtucket players groaned. He recalled, I don't know if the guys on the team wanted to hug me or slug me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, what year did this happen again? Uh, this was 1981. Oh, wow. So that's like young Wade Boggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the weather was so cold that players burned broken bats and the stadium's wooden benches to warm themselves. What? And the clubhouses ran out of food. What? Yeah, this is like a World War One situation. Skip the food. They burnt the benches to stay warm? They were cold. Uh, the, no, 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 no. The, wait a second, Phil. You put on a jacket when you're cold. I love making fires. Joel, but... this was 1981. Starter jackets didn't come out till the mid-80s. What, what did they use for kindling? You can't just light a bench on fire. You need, like, some paper and then some twigs. They and probably had branches. a little bat tar that they threw down for it. Oh, uh, you know what? You have to tar gets going. Yep, that's true. Are there any pictures of them? Uh, Burning no. bats to stay... What is it? Valley Forge? I guess so. This is incredible. Uh, so this is a way bigger story than the fact that the game was 33 innings. Oh yeah. No, the wind blew into the infield, which made, uh, the hitting difficult by 4am. The players were delirious from exhaustion. Uh, I'm trying <laughs> oh, to zip through and get to the bunch records. Of yeah. Both teams signed a baseball on Sunday, uh, for the display at the baseball hall of fame. So there we go. They That's got their nice. names in there. Uh, so the next time the red, instead, uh, so when the, they finished the game on June 23rd, uh, which was the next time the Red Wings were in town. There was a sellout crowd of 5,746 and 140 reporters, and then they finished it in 18 minutes. <laughs> so at this point, both teams are just fucking with people. When people didn't want it, it went on forever, and then when they did want it, they were like, we're done. Please tell me it was like a gopher... Like solo home run in the first pitch. Uh, Koza drove in the winning run at the bottom of the 33rd. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, Koza. Yeah. He was a beast in the old International beast. League in the early 80s. Well, before we end, I just really wanted to get to all the records that were set in the game. Oh, okay. They set the record for most innings at 33. For total time for one game at 8 hours and 25 minutes. Most putouts by one team in one game, 99. Most putouts in one game total, 195. Well, if you... <laughs> The number of putouts is based on the number of innings. So oh, that's sure. That's like redundant. Yeah. Most at bats for one team in one game is 114. Most at bats total in one game is 219. Most strikeouts in one team in one game, 34. Whoa. Yeah. Most total strikeouts in one game, 60. Most total assists in one game, 88. Most at-bats by one player in one game was 14, tied by <laughs> Dave Coza, Lee Graham, and Chico Walker. Most plate appearances by one player in one game, 15, tied by Tom Eaton, Cal Ripken Jr., and Dallas Williams. Cal Ripken Jr.? Yeah, right. Holy Wade Boggs crap. and Cal, two people from The Simpsons yeah, episode, right? Two, two future Hall of Famers. Yeah. Unlike but, Pete Rose. Right, totally. <laughs> um, most strikeouts batting by one player in one game was seven by Russ uh, Larrabee. Oh. Uh, guy and then the longest plate appearance by a single umpire naturally was dennis craig at 
82 pitches over eight hours. I and hadn't even thought minutes. about that. His knees must have been a screaming. Can you imagine like having to? Because like you see, like you can imagine like how hard it's got to be to call balls and strikes. Oh yeah, it's like this 90 mile. He's like whip, and then it's yeah. just like oh, it was there. And he didn't get to be by like the little fireside kindling right? in the um, like the players cold. like they they end in at bat and then they go play in the field. They do other stuff. He just sat there, yeah, watching ball. You'd think he, they would have rotated the umpire. You know what? He's the real hero. And that brings it then to another wide world of weird sports. I'm getting delirious just for the length of the amount of podcasts we've done. We must have set a record. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports sports podcast. But before we go, Aldis H. Whittington is oh, going to come I'm back on. To to that. Hey, Aldis, come on in here. Yeah. Aldis, can you uh, give yes, the podcast? Hello. Can you yes, give the podcast contact information where they can find us? Yep. Okay. Hang on. Let me just put on my monocle. <clears throat> wow. There we go. And That's obviously extend monocle. pinkies. Okay. Extending the pinkies. All right. On the, uh, to begin, I'd like to say, uh, let's see. Uh, you can visit us on Facebook at yep. facebook.com slash sports, the number three podcast. Yep. Uh, just be absolutely sure that before logging on to Facebook that you don the appropriate pantaloons. Okay, you don't have to. Yes, without the appropriate pantaloons, you, it's going to be you all don't have wrong. You have to wear pantaloons for Facebook. No, you, you, you absolutely... You don't. You walk there, Phil. No. You should understand that pantaloons no. are essential. No, there's no pantaloon requirement. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, they're definitely... It's not a requirement, but it's understood. Okay. Okay. Go on to the next one, please, Aldis. Uh, if you'd like to... If you'd like to email us, you can send it to uh, sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Yep. That's sports, sports, sports commerce at gmail.com. And make yep. sure you're using the appropriate sign off in all emails. Okay. Which is, of course, uh, respectfully and electronically communicated to you, fine sir, signed, and then your name and <coughs> titles. Wow. Okay. Bless you. Wow. God bless you and the devil miss you there, Aldous. All right. What's the last what piece? What was that accent? That was huh? so rude. Uh, that was, uh, I don't know. When a One man of the-, of the crown sneezes, you say, To the queen and country, out, fair demon. To the queen and country, out, fair demon. Please read there, the last piece and yeah, contact information. Okay. And finally, uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash sports the number three podcast uh, to see any of our, our back episodes as they yeah. were. There we go. Great. Thank you, Just Aldis. remember, when, when retrieving something from the archive, you must appropriately honor the uh, monarch in the year that it was recorded. I mean, they were I all I believe the they were all, yes, all Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth II. Right? Yeah, Queen yeah, Elizabeth II. So make absolutely sure that you have learned the Because like, honorary... none of them were done in like the 1920s or whenever she became queen. It was the 1940s. That sounds about right. Yeah. Still a very long, way before Either podcast. Way, please make sure you're singing the entire Elizabeth II honorary march. Thank you for coming, Aldous. Yes, hey, Phil. Joel. I don't even think I know the Elizabeth II Honorary March. Bye, Joel.